as we close out this series, we've been empowered with four core competencies that will put us in the best position to engage in the encounter we've been describing as a relationship between husband and wife. For each of the competencies that we learned, we identified words that reflect the mindset that someone with that competency would have. And here's a quick summary. The first ability that we discussed was the ability to make room for others, which was synonymous with differentiation and acceptance. And we had the That's Okay workup to see how much room we can actually make for otherness. And the language that came along with that was, just because I am a certain way doesn't mean that you are that way, and that's okay. So once we understood this idea of differentiation, we realized that a relationship is made up of two different people. And that requires me to come in there knowing a little bit about what I'm about and an openness to get to know what the other person's about. It's not one or the other. It doesn't have to be the same. We don't create a few states. We will remain two, just that we're going to become very good at learning how to connect through our differences. And so that opens up two other abilities. One is the ability to know ourselves, and the other ability is to be open to know about the other. And here's how we played it out. First, we spoke about knowing what drives us, our reactions, our opinions, our behaviors. We worked with three CAT scans, headed by core sensitivities, core values, and character traits, the positives and the negatives, with their associated tendencies. And that all created a mindset where we would say things in the relationship like, I realize that I tend to, and then fill in the blank. And we call that ownership. And that led us to the third competence, which is perspective taking, where, as differentiation requires, I want to get to know your paradigm. Where are you coming from? What drives your behaviors and opinions and reactions? The language that I would use in order to do that would be, help me understand why you do this, why you don't do that, so that I'm not being a mushmaster and imposing my interpretations on you, I'm actually giving you a chance to explain yourself so that you can be understood as well. And finally, while self-knowledge makes the possibility of ownership, it also requires that we don't blame. That in all dynamics, there's got to be something we can do to change the results that we're getting. And so we'll say things like, one thing I could have done differently is, and we're certainly not going to say, it's not my fault, it's your fault. But rather, we'll get ourselves into the habit of saying, no excuses, sir. Now, if you look back at these four abilities, it'll be clear that it's differentiation that is the mother of all competencies when it comes to relationships. Because once you have the ability to differentiate, you accept, you realize there's a self and there's an other. And the way you manage the interplay between self and other, not submitting and giving up, not controlling and taking over, but being in a relationship where your whole complexity is the key to succeed at the encounter. Now, we've tried to make this series as clear and as concise as possible by reducing it all to one mother competency with three offshoots from it, reducing it all to four abilities. But in truth, when all is said and done, there's really one trait that underlies all of this work. So that while four may sound like we're really reducing it, one single trait is where it's at. And that trait is humility. Happens to be that when we started off, we referred to the model of creation where God created the world by constricting himself to make room for others. We also find God using the language of let us make man when he decides to create man. And the commentaries say that this demonstrates an incredible humility. Here's God who could do anything he wants, yet he humbly consults with the angels that he created. So that you see, even in the act of creation, where we learned the importance of making room for others in our relationships, we find that underneath that lies the trait of humility. 
That's the trait that allows us to differentiate. It's the bedrock to make room for others in a healthy way. Because humility isn't found in control, where you take up all the space. And humility isn't even found in submission, where you give up all your space. Rather, humility is found in sharing your space. It's found in stretching, making room for others, where you know your needs, but yet you engage in an ongoing effort to understand and stretch for the other. That's what humility is. And if you're curious to find out what does humility entail, then I would say do a CAT scan for it, a 139. Using humility as the core positive trait, at the very top of your 139, have humility. And then list the tendencies of somebody who's humble. And then in the third level, imagine how each of those tendencies plays out in that person's life. And we can make this CAT scan the single most important roadmap to get us on the road to couples heaven. So that concludes our series on getting to dialogue. And I firmly believe that if you've taken this work to heart and you've done the work, you are super ready for relationships and the encounter of marriage. And so good luck. And I look forward to seeing you at the next step of the journey.